Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. It's the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Thursday, February 24th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to today's Pisscast. Welcome to it. Now, you will notice as you listen to this, the absence of the biggest story in the world today, which is the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, This began last night, and we didn't really... We talked about it on the news, and we talked about it a bit earlier on the show, but there's nothing about it on the podcast today. It's, It's tough on days like this because, I mean... What can we say about it that isn't already being said? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's horrible. It's horrible, yeah. and we feel for the people of Ukraine. And then to even to do our regular show on a day like this feels kind of silly. It was so weird because we just, like, showed up this morning, and I was like, okay, so there's a war going on. Like, that's... Happy morning! It's just... Yeah, it really sucks. It's It's absolutely awful for them, but on the other hand... We can't spend the whole day talking about it, as right. you said. Like it's, and you feel like you should be talking about it, but then do. it's it's even like last night I noticed when the news was breaking, I went on Twitter, and you could tell who had pre-scheduled tweets, Oh, yeah. and they look so out of place, right? Because it's just like nothing yeah. but tweets about what's happening in Ukraine and bombs going off, and, and then there'd be like some tweet from someone who scheduled it earlier that has nothing to do with that, and it, lo- and it looks... And that's kind of how we feel. It's like, yep. we, like you said, we can't talk about it all day. We have to get on with our usual grab-assery. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It feels it off. Definitely constantly in the back of our minds. That is for damn sure. Yeah. So um, maybe there'll be more about it in the days to come as we learn a bit more about it too. Because admittedly, I don't know a whole lot about the conflict. Yeah. Uh, but th- today was a, other than that, today was a, a good show. We had some fun. Lots of stupid shit here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about... This is funny. My, my son, Bo, last night, he said, I wish you wouldn't say what's on the podcast at the beginning because he likes it to be a surprise. Interesting. And I say, well, we do that so that people maybe hear something right. that piques their interest. And they're like, I'm going to listen to make sure I hear that. It's yeah. called a tease. Mm-hmm. It's called a tease. So on today's show, we got an etymology. We're going to talk about the revoking of the Emergencies Act. We're going to take a look back in time on this show. If you've been with us since the beginning of this podcast, you'll appreciate it. Uh, the way certain bands spell their names is something uh, unsettling that my son Bo did just recently. Another celebrity whose name you've been pronouncing wrong. We're going to play a call from a guy whose daughter is dealing with some issues around the masking in schools right now. And then something new on today's podcast. We, we always finish our show. Uh, the very last thing we say on the air is our out-of-context clip of the day. And I got a message from a friend of the show, and I will try and find out who it was because I forget at the moment, but they were suggesting that we do that uh, at the start of the podcast as something to kind of get to as the podcast progresses, huh. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that you're right. It's just a kind of out-of-context clip, and as you you know, kind of get along the podcast and continue listening, you'll find that clip somewhere in it. It's like when the, the movie says the name of the movie somewhere in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then like, fa- oh, that's what that was about. Yeah, there was a Family Guy bit about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so instead of at the end of the show, we'll do it at the beginning of the podcast. So here's your out-of-context clip of today's podcast. 
Stop pronouncing the rock dots. The rock dots are supposed <laughs> to be pronounced, okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday was Pink Shirt Day. Yeah. We kind of missed it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Didn't mention it. I We didn't send the kids to school in pink shirts. We kind of forgot. Really stupid. That day moves around. It does. It's not a set date every year, so that's why. And for some reason, I never see it gearing up. And then during the day when it's too late and I've left work and I'm like, oh, and yeah. then I'll see. I'm like, oh, stupid. I had Idiot. already left work, too. But when the yeah. day roves like that, I mean, ask me when Easter is this year. I got no idea. I know. No idea when Easter is. Like, pick a day, Easter. I know. So Pink Shirt Day, of course, I'm sure you know, is uh, an anti-bullying day. It started out on the east coast of Canada, and then it spread since then, and people wear pink shirts to raise awareness against bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a woman yesterday in a pink shirt, and it had a like a cartoon donut on the front, like an anthropomorphic donut. Okay. And the words, donut bully. <laughs> okay. I mean, I get the you, attempt you, of the pun... What do you think? But now I'm picturing it. Oh, I didn't even catch the pun. Like, do not bully. Do not bully. Oh, I thought she she was the donut bully. Well, that's the funniest. (laughs) All I'm picturing is actually a donut now fighting people, which is also funny. Her bullying a box of donuts. Yeah. Like, that's. Like, she comes into the staff room and sees them there, and she's like, oh, you're in trouble. (laughs) Bullying those. Oh my God! Looks there's like so much about that. Looks like you're in the wrong place. It's really funny because remember how I told you my girl guide leader's yes. name was Donuts. Yes, I thought of that too. And uh, now I've that would yeah she would wear that shirt. Is, is it because she puts donuts would be back? Because she's bu- she's bullying those donuts hard. She's just they don't stand a chance against no, her. Man. They're gone. They're goners. I'm going to adopt that for all kinds of things Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to bully a 12-pack of beer this weekend. Bullying is it, for sure. (laughs) She's bullying donuts. bullying donuts. (laughs) Down or gullet and gone. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Someone posted on the Calgary Buy and Sell group that I'm a part of with some fergalicious shoes that they're selling. (laughs) And I was like, is... Are they obnoxious, these shoes? Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I figured they would be. Is that Fergie's shoe brand? She called the brand fergalicious, and sure enough, it is. And then I got thinking about Fernie, or Fergie, rather, and the fact that she goes by Fergie, first of all, which isn't a, a great nickname, if you ask me. That's not her real name. But she Her last by, name is Ferguson, I think, It is, isn't it? yeah. So she goes, Fergie. Fergie it's not, does not sound nice. It no. doesn't. And no. then, of course, she had the song, Fergalicious, which, in case you don't know. Fergalicious, that, Fergalicious, that, just wait. Fergalicious, yeah. that, Mm-hmm. Now that's that song again called Fergalicious. She made her name a portmanteau with delicious, and we were okay with it. Yeah, that was you got to remember though. That was a wild time. Hmm, that was, was a wild time when the Black Eyed Peas were the biggest group in the You're world, right. and they were writing all these crazy songs. Yep. And everywhere you went, you were hearing. Fergie and the Black Eyed Peas. And that was also at like the height of my music snobbery, too. Okay. So, so you were I disgusted by this. Hated the, I was like, you had to be brain dead to enjoy this music. And, and we I've, all should have been. <laughs> I've really softened my opinion since then. You like I've, that song now? No, or? but my opinion now is enjoy the things you want to enjoy. Like, can you so. imagine me walking up to you and being like, oh, that's Sean Alicious? You know, like, <laughs> like we were fine what does that with even that. Mean? We were fine with her. <laughs> Calling herself Virgilicious and making a song about it, and then a shoe brand about it. Like, oh, that's Becklericious. Can you imagine? Like, Becklericious? Holy Many of us weren't okay with it, Shauna, but so you're right. It, it's, 
I'm just I'm gonna start like, using that term. Fergie. I know. And it's delicious. And, and you're Fergalish. And here's some shoes. No, we're like, like yeah, we love. We lo- I mean, not I, again. You're right. Not everyone, but my God. No, I'm kind of angry about it oh again. Oh my God. <laughs> the BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. This week we've been talking a lot about how the mask mandate has lifted in schools, but not every classroom is going along with it. I've got a 17 year old. She's in her last year of high school, and she at the beginning of this week chose to not wear a mask as per the provincial guidelines and CPE is following those guidelines. Mm-hmm. And in one of her classes, uh, it was only her and another girl that were not wearing their mask, and both of them were singled out and told they needed to sit at the back of the classroom. Whoa. Uh, yeah, away from the teacher, away from the other students, and... My daughter, who is fairly good at advocating for herself, went to the principal. This is her favorite teacher, by the way, of this class. Um, She went to the principal to explain that this is totally unnecessary and inappropriate. Um, And then the teacher, who joined in on the conversation, explained that she was going to pull the class to find out who's comfortable being around unmasked individuals. Uh, On top of that, she expressed that she was concerned about getting sick herself because she's got an upcoming vacation. So this is the kind of stuff that is going on, as well as, obviously, the insecurities of students. And, and the students are don't have to wear masks anymore right now? No. Because I thought that was March no. 1st when that came in. No, no. Oh, crazy. No, no. Kindergarten to grade 12, they oh, do not. Okay. Just, the staff still does, but right. uh, and any parents visiting the school, but the students do not need to. Wow. Um, and, but she said, she did say she is the minority. The, the strong majority of the students are still wearing them, and she started talking to some of her peer groups, and most people decided to wear a mask because when they showed up to the school not wearing a mask and then they started seeing some of their friends that were they just put theirs back on yeah so it seems to be like i'm doing this because mike's doing it or because bobby's doing it or yep. well, you know I, yeah. to that point i when the mask mandate lifted the first time around i remember the I, I went out to the gym and didn't have a mask on and most people did and i was like oh i feel like i'm the dick now yeah even though right i was operating within the new guidelines it's funny cause- and i think that's how she's being made to feel yeah, um, and I've done exactly the same like thing that. before, like where you walk through a place and you don't have to wear a mask or whatever, and and everybody else is, and you're just like, well, just in case, you, uh, yeah, because it's you don't want to look like the odd one out, which is just a weird, weird reason to put your mask on. It is, but I I think that's a lot of why we've been wearing them along the way, anyways. I think that's what's concerning for me is it's not like there's a this is a school full of people wearing M95s. It's teenagers half half wearing them on their face anyways i do i think you know that we'll see slowly the masks come off though like i think it's yeah we're the, obviously the, still in that kind of adjustment period and the bigger point though is that your daughter is essentially being coerced yeah. into wearing them like that and, and to put that's it to crazy. a vote that's not something that's up to the democracy of a classroom no it's not even up to the school no he has, has it plainly on their website that they are uh it, that's how they're, they're following the provincial guidelines right now so so for the teacher to do that on an individual basis is totally... I, I have a meeting with the school. We're hopefully going to find a resolution and, and something that works for everybody. But ultimately, I want other people to know that this is going on because there might be other students and other parents that are experiencing this. It, I'll be honest, it, was, it wasn't uh, the easiest... Uh, experience to, to contact the school and then set this up. It, it sort of seemed to be that they were playing it on the lighter side of mm. things. And, and yeah. to me, I've got, a, I've got a kid in her last year of school that is dropping class because she's uncomfortable. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's not light to me.
The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We got a few messages, uh, I'm assuming, from teachers who weren't happy about hearing that. They said, why is your show a platform to bash teachers? Please don't paint us all with that same brush. And I don't think that's what we're doing. Well, um, I, I pay- feel badly because I guess it may have come across that way. But for me, I, it was just a broader discussion about mask mandates and some issues that are coming along with it and the, you know, lifting of this mandate that's coming up. Um, it's a bashing of this specific teacher. Yes. Who is out of line. Yeah. And I don't know how you could argue that, that, that that's okay. Yeah. And I guess, like, again, because we, you know, we, we specified that it was a teacher is different than just a... A regular person, but uh, well, it's just the situation sense. that was in, right? <laughs> uh, I know, and it's it's funny because my my sister, my whole family are teachers, and so I've been listening to them and what they've dealt with, and it's absolutely awful. Like it's it's been a tough thing for them, and they've had to be very flexible, like everybody else. And yeah, I sympathize the hell with teachers, but yes, this is definitely an isolated incident with a teacher that. But the thing is, it's not that isolated, which is why we brought it up. We're hearing these stories about teachers who are trying to enforce mask mandates in their class when they're not really allowed to do that. Yeah. But I agree with you. No, the teachers have been incredible through the pandemic. They like to be able to pivot as quickly as they have and to provide that normalcy and try to keep keep the focus on the kids' education as all this crazy stuff is going on. I think the teachers have been wonderful. Well, it's been crazy because the teachers have been finding out the new updates with us yeah they never knew anything in advance so they would basically wake up one morning and it would be like oh it's online school <laughs> now again and you have to as a teacher, like, oh well better figure that out in the next 20 minutes and like, then to not let that crazy. come through to your students to yeah. still like still do the job yeah like my kids teachers have been wonderful yeah absolutely wonderful it's impressive so, as all hell yeah. so please don't take this as bashing all teachers it's just i thought it was important that people know that it is going on Mm -hmm. and I think that parent that we just spoke to had every right to be upset about it and for me it's just yeah like where else will this happen because I think there will be some complications as the masks are lifted right and there will be different avenues that people are going to take to try and maybe keep the mask mandate going a little longer for their business or you know for a different industry so yeah and you know if if this teacher if if some of the students in class want to continue wearing their masks like go nuts that is your you're right but what what happened here is it sounds like the teacher bullied this student into into complying and that's not okay vns in 20 minutes or less you love your car bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments too refinance your auto loan with house of cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket visit houseofcarscalgary.com the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, we've been talking a lot lady, lately about the pronunciation of different names and words. And uh, here's another one for you. Lindsay Lohan joined TikTok recently. And in her first video, she says her name. And it's not the way that I just said it or I've been saying it. Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, this is how she says it. Hey, everyone. It's Lindsay Lohan. And guess what? So just one more Lohan. time. Lindsay Lohan. And- Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lowen. And that is, so I've said that wrong. And it, yeah, I've all been saying that wrong. I've never heard anyone say it that way until just now. So, I mean, <laughs> this is clearly the year of everybody being like, yo, how about we start pronouncing things the way they're supposed to be? Beijing? Yeah, Beijing was Lindsay the big Lowen. one. Lindsay Lowen. It's crazy how many of these different things and pronunciations we're getting now. Vladimir Putin? Yeah. Vladimir Putin. Yeah, for anybody who hasn't been listening, these are the other things we've discovered. But if you've watched any of the Olympics, you saw that they were all saying Beijing, mm-hmm. not Beijing. And that is the way that most people that I know have said it my entire life. So that was the new revelation. And now Lindsay Lohan, not Lindsay Lohan. It's Lindsay Lohan. This so, is like another Guy Fieri moment, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, Guy Fieri. You're like, excuse me? 
It's interesting, though, because I was thinking about this, and I was like, before the time of the Internet, no wonder we pronounced things wrong, because back then there was no option of hearing different ways of doing it. It was essentially a game of telephone that we played throughout (laughs) the world. And we know how that game goes, so it makes perfect sense that things were pronounced differently in all kinds of different places, because it seriously would be through word of mouth that you learn how to pronounce anything. But there were still, like, interviews and stuff. You're right. right. Like, how... I mean, I get the internet would have been quite young when Lindsay Lindsay Lowen was in her heyday, but how did we never like hear her name announced at the Teen Choice Awards or in some late night show where it says, "Please welcome Lindsay Lowen." I know. You know? I, I feel do... she probably made let it slide. Or entire... <laughs> she's like, ah, actually. like it started with Lohan, and she's like, oh, "Okay, yeah, let's let it go." And finally, she's now like, "No, I'm." She's I'm taking com- it back. I'm confident enough to tell you how to say my real name, Good okay? And it's and it's Lindsay Lowen. Lindsay Lowen. God bless you, Lindsay Lowen. Now the BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. So we live in an older neighborhood, and our neighbors are mostly older. A lot of like original owners and stuff, and yep. um, not many kids around. But Bo has made a friend on our street, a kid about his age named Freddie. Well, that's awesome. And every day he wants to go over and see if Freddie can play, and it's only a few houses away. So I'm like. Sure, walk down there and see if Freddie's outside. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe his family doesn't want this kid coming by all the time. You know, you don't want to be like the annoying neighborhood kid. Especially if you're a little bit weird. <laughs> oh, it's that <laughs> weird neighborhood kid again coming by. Yeah, like I don't want them to feel Close like all the prisoners in their own home. Pretend you know? that we're not here. Yeah, <laughs> Freddie no. doesn't want to play. It's true. But anyway, yesterday Bo asked if he could go. I said, okay, go take a look. But if he's not there, you got to come right back. So he'd been gone a while. And I figured, all right, well, Freddie was outside and they were playing together. But I thought I should probably stick my head outside and just make sure I could see them. Mm. So I walked down to the end of the driveway. I looked down the street, and Bo is just standing in front of their house. Oh. Just standing on the sidewalk in front of their house looking at it. So I called down to him. I was like, Bo, come on back. Like When he what got back, doing? I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, they weren't home, so I was waiting for them. Nope. <laughs> and I was like, no, Bo. No, we can't be doing that, man. Nope. Like, <laughs> no, if I saw a small child just staring at the end of my driveway, I would be so freaked out. Or if I saw that across the street, I'd be like, what is going on? Why? That kid hasn't moved. Why is he just no, staring I'd at that like, house? Go check and make sure he's okay. He's just staring at this house. Yeah. No, Bo, we can't be doing mm, that. That's, no. that's a crazy thing to do, man. Yep. We can't just stand and stare at houses on the street. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> No. So that, we're going to nip that in the bud. Okay, that's good. Somebody and, Did someone call the cops on him? Or? I, I, we hustled him back into the house oh, before good. we could see. But Turned on the lights scared, and closed the blinds. It wasn't my child. Nope. Scared them, scared the oh, neighbors. Boy. Scared me a little. Nope. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I went to type motorhead on my phone yesterday. Don't, don't ask why. But it autocorrected to include the two dots, the umlaut, and the motorheads on motorhead's name. Which letter is it over? It's over the O. Which O? Uh, the first one. Okay. Uh, and I was just laughing because I was like, that's how you know you've made it. When Apple autocorrects to include your band's umlaut, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, you're so well known that like, they're like, actually, this is how you spell it. I was like, it's that the sec- is It's the amazing. second O, just for purists. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, think, yeah, Excuse me. Right. Excuse me. Not I was important. like, it's not right in front not of me. Important. I know. Uh, I was thinking about this, though, because that was a bit of a, a fan for, or a fad for bands for a while, right? Like, having the, the, the umlauts. And I didn't realize, but yeah, like, Blue Oyster Cult. The correct way to spell that has the two dots above the O, the big O in Oyster. And then Motley Crue, right, has two of them. The dots can be seen above the O and the U. Yeah. Right? But they're not even like... 
doing anything, are nope. they, the umlaut? It's just stylistic. It's stylistic. It's not for pronunciation at all. There's the punk band Husker Du, if you know them. Yeah. They have the two U's in their name with that. Spinal Tap, as a joke, has the umlaut above the N, <laughs> which doesn't even make sense because it's supposed to be over a vowel, right? So, Spinal Tap was just brilliant. Just amazing. But I was thinking, I was like, the metal umlaut, it was a bit of a thing. My The actual German spelling of my last name has an umlaut. Does it? Yeah, the traditional spelling of it. Well, I. It's like. You have B- an umlaut and you take. Oh, with an umlaut. Oh, I would be taking full clerk. advantage of that. So. You have. I call them the rock dots. You've got the rock dots back there oh, in your man. last name. That would give me so much Terry cred, Holy wouldn't it? Holy crap, would it ever. rock dots in my life. I can't believe that. <laughs> rock dots is a great name. <laughs> I'm, from this point forward, spelling your name with an umlaut. Like, I'm like, no, I, even if it doesn't work, doesn't matter. It's going in your name. Can yeah. you put it over the E? Yes. <laughs> Where it doesn't make sense again? Yes, definitely. <laughs> I actually got reading, though, about how that trend came to be, too, because I was like, why do so many of these bands have it? And uh, with Motley Crue, they were inspired to add it after the German beer company Lowenbrau, who has an umlaut in their name. So I guess they saw an ad for for the beer, and they were drinking a bunch of the beer, and they were like, hey, I like the look of that. So they put it in their band name. Here's the thing, though. They didn't realize it's actually an indication on how to pronounce their name. Right, right. So when they first went to Germany, the the crowd was chanting, Mertley Crewy, because, I mean, obviously in a German, and not like that, that. they were saying it the wrong way because they saw the umlaut and they thought that's how they were supposed to pronounce it. And it was from the beer, Mm -hmm. Lohenbrau. I just figured it was because like a lot of those Germanic countries, those Nordic countries are pretty metal. Yeah, so I mean, you'd think that too, but no, it was definitely from the beer, and so yeah, they were like, "Whoopsies!" Well, that's not how you pronounce it, so they had to teach people. No, <laughs> stop pronouncing the rock dots. The rock dots are supposed <laughs> to be pronounced, okay? B and S in twenty minutes or less. Was it earlier this week or last week that you were talking about mom rock on the show? I don't remember. I don't remember. But mom rock days all blur together. I'm not sure. Anyway, yes, mom rock. Music that more moms than dads probably listen to. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to define what mom rock would be because I've heard the term dad rock quite a mm-hmm. bit and people seem to agree on what dad rock could be, whereas mom rock is a little more elusive. People don't really know. Who are some of the big ones that we nailed down? Uh, ABBA, ABBA was a big one. Rod Stewart was yep. another one. Uh, Tom Petty was debatable. Um, Elton John. Elton John, yeah. So, got a message in front of the show, Steve, with another big mom rock artist, a little more modern. Not that modern, but more modern than the ones we named. Daughtry. Oh, yeah. Moms loved Daughtry. I don't know if they still do. Mm-hmm. But they did in the heyday of American Idol. And You're Totally right. One year, my mom bought my dad a Daughtry CD for Christmas because she wanted it. Okay. And my dad's like, who's this? And he's this like, like, I don't like Daughtry. from my work. Yep. <laughs> Did he put out a CD? <laughs> Daughtry, if you don't remember. Oh, yeah. That was the sound at the time. It was a big song, too. That is huge. Yeah. Uh, here's another That's a heater of a song. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I was I was a fan of that song when it first came out. Interestingly, Daughtry has also worked with retail rock giants Lifehouse mm. and Carlos Santana. So again, oh, yeah. we're seeing supporting evidence of this Venn diagram between these two genres. There is quite a bit of crossover, I think, between mom rock and retail rock. Yeah, there is a little bit. It's uh, it's tough to find though because. Again, there's a lot of songs that are mom rock that aren't retail rock. For sure. Like, it's very sure. interesting. Also, it's funny because the younger moms are a different type of mom rock, right? Right. Like, 
there's the Rihanna's of the world that we got a, a message recently of the of some options where people were like no no like my mom listens to like Rihanna that's a mom rock <laughs> Beyonce would be a mom rock band now and I was like wow well the other thing is like so my wife McKenna's favorite artist is Justin Bieber and she is a mother of two so these like like women that grew up yeah. with Bieber are having kids now that's the new mom rock oh, like man. you said can you imagine Bieber hearing that. Hey, Bieber, you're mom rock now. You've crossed into mom rock territory. Yeah. Great mom rock jam, Bieber. Moms love Moms you. Moms love this. Oh, I can't wait for somebody to walk up to Justin Bieber and be like, my mom wants your autograph. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna. Today we got an etymology request from 12-year-old Liam. Go ahead, Liam. Uh, I was wondering if uh, Shauna could do an etymology. Oh, yeah. What do, you, what do you want an etymology on? I want you to do an etymology on the origin of paint. So the word paint originated, it's fairly straightforward, but it, but it came from the Latin word pingere, which means to paint or represent in picture, stain or embroider. Uh, from there, though, they think it could have come from the Sanskrit word pinga, which means reddish. Sanskrit? Yes. Jesus, there aren't too many of our words that no. trace back to Sanskrit. And I don't know which one came first. They're kind of saying that both of these origins could be the reason that we have the word paint. Okay. But that's where the word pigment comes from, right? Is is pinga. So uh, uh, So that one is from Sanskrit. Yes. And it makes sense because like weren't pigments some of the earliest things that were traded mm -hmm. along with like spices and Yeah. Okay. So there you go. But then I got reading even further, and I, I kind of stumbled into the saying, paint the town red, and where that came from. So this is funny. It's from a nobleman who was notorious for being a troublemaker. He was known as the Marquis of Waterford. Uh, a lot of the times people used the nickname Mad Marcus to talk about him. And in 1837, him and some friends were in a town in England called Melton Mowbray. And I guess they got stopped at this toll booth to enter into town, and they were really drunk at the time, and they refused to pay. So then they came into town, proceeded to get drunk, and essentially rioted through the town, breaking a bunch of stuff. Then they went back to the toll booth and boarded up its windows, because they thought that was a good thing to do. And then they took a bunch of red paint, and they literally started throwing paint at different buildings and on the doors and sides of things all through town. So eventually they actually got caught one of the friends, in fact, not the Marquis himself, but all four of them were then charged 100 pounds for the destruction or for painting the town red. <laughs> Literally painting the town red. So when we say that we're going to go out and paint the town red, we're going to get crazy and tear it up. It's all inspired That's, by Mad Marcus. It actually happened. It did. Some guys actually Some got guys did this dusted and set the precedent. So. Okay. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> go to that level, then there you go. Etymology with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. As we mentioned in the news, the Emergencies Act was lifted yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then if the, the news came to me in a push notification. Did you get this one too? It was the same push notification that said Ukraine had just declared a state of emergency. And I was like, the contrast between those two yeah. quote-unquote emergencies is quite stark in my opinion. Yeah. So uh, now there has to be an inquiry within the next 60 days, and then I think they have about a year to table this report to show to just to show why the act was used and what I guess what was learned from it. And I'm curious who does that report well, because Premier Jason Kenney also said that he was going to go through with his court challenge on the use of the Emergencies Act, and I was like, if he's also doing that, is that because 
The report may not be as unbiased as we'd want, or... That's a great question. Here's a line I found in an article. It said, Trudeau said parliamentarians will establish a committee to oversee that review next week. Okay, so So, is he appointing his own... Good Hmm. question. I actually haven't heard anything about that yet, but... This happens a lot, it seems, with these inquiries, and you're like, you got to have an outside source doing the... It can't be like we investigated ourselves and found we did nothing wrong. That always sounds a bit strange to me. Anyway. I, I think many people, myself included, were worried, though, about what precedent this would set, invoking the Emergencies Act for... You know, and I also hope the inquiry turns up... You know, what has changed in the last like two days basically why was it why was it still an emergency two days ago and then yesterday it wasn't like Mm -hmm. what changed what information is the public not privy to i hope we get all those answers but myself and many other people were concerned about the precedent that sets going forward like can a government just drop this hammer anytime they don't like a protest anytime they want to take care of anybody basically and that is the concern for sure because people were like it seems like a ridiculous thing to enact to begin with so is that going to just make it so everybody oh you're going to evoke the emergencies act again well i was talking to a a friend of mine who's a lawyer yesterday and this is he said he was speaking with one of the country's top legal experts in criminology oh wow and this guy said that the it's like the inquiry will likely make it more difficult to invoke the emergencies act because there will be more red tape around it now they're, well they're going to look into why things broke down in policing in ottawa mm-hmm. You know, it, it's going to be so heavily scrutinized by the inquiry that it will right. make it more difficult next time. At least according to this guy, who I'm sure knows a lot more about the law than I do. Yeah. So, um, but okay. I thought, yeah, I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, then maybe some good will come out of this, right? That yeah. we can figure out why people were able to render our police useless in that city for mm-hmm. almost three weeks. And I mean, the next time it happened, maybe it wouldn't be quite so peaceful. Yeah. So that might be be a good thing. I mean, if you're you're looking for the optimistic side of this, then maybe it won't be so easy to invoke the Emergencies Act next next time. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Beckler, I was thinking for Throwback Thursday, it could be fun to pull a break that we did a while back, kind of the early days of the show or even the early days of our podcast and just see what we were talking about back then and Interesting. play a little snippet of it and see what it, what it was about. When you were away in January, someone suggested that I just read news stories from a few years ago because today's news was too much of a bummer. And I did that, and I looked back in time, and like that week, the biggest story was the naked swim that was canceled here. Oh, my God. And I, and I said, like, yep. oh, that was a only, different time. If only that was our biggest problem. We had no idea how crap everything was about to get yeah but i like that it's kind of fun because we've been doing the show for a while now and you know our lives have changed a bit too so even just like situational things or things in our lives that we're talking about would be a bit different but and the podcast i think is only like four years old yes we've been on the air together for like seven years it's true uh so i found something here uh, and it's just a a what is this from so this is back from the very first clip of our podcast actually is what this is so it's, uh, it's, it's, I'll just let you hear it. There's a tiny town on the way to Saskatoon called Harris. I know you drive there sometimes. Yep. We've driven past Harris. Home to 193 people. And on the sign outside of town, it lists the attractions, of which there are two. The museum and water tank. <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn water tank? <laughs> it's buried underground? Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> Take a look, it's under that hunk of soil. Like, you could just say, 
this is a really nice place to live. You don't necessarily need to have things for tourists. You only have 193 people there. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, it's a friendly place to be. Like, just Great. have something like that. Great. Leave with that. We got a water tank. Well, I would hope so, Harris. I would hope so. You don't have to boil your own water here, guys. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, and let's say on the off chance some visitor does want to see the water tank. Is there some guy in town whose job it is to go and unlock things and... And there she is, boys. <laughs> Camera's Joe. going off. Ooh. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for the tour, Joe. Blast from the past, hey? Oh, that was our that's very good. first podcast ever, hey? Yeah, so that was, what, four was, years ago? Crazy. Yeah. Also, the, the quality of our podcast has improved quite dramatically from that. That's not an audio. I don't so know. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.